Howdy. Too Busy for Crypto is a podcast for fans of decentralized finance, also known as DeFi. The opposite of DeFi is CeFi, which is traditional or legacy or centralized finance. That means banks, corporations, and governments. DeFi was born with the launch of Bitcoin in 2009, which was the first cryptocurrency and blockchain. Bitcoin uses simple send and receive functions. Ethereum introduced smart contracts, which innovated the field of programmable money. Ethereum massively expanded the scope of decentralized finance. That scope now includes HEX, decentralized exchanges, and some other interesting things. Now, I will discuss risks and warnings for DeFi in general. My discussion is not comprehensive. Some issues are known to fans of DeFi, yet we often take things for granted as common knowledge. Decentralized finance is a broad term with no public consensus as to its definition. Both regular people and people who are treated as experts are largely unaware of the attributes and makeup of DeFi. The original form of DeFi is simple barter of goods and services. Then, cash became a proxy. I use the term DeFi to mean digital transactions on blockchain networks that occur without trust between parties and without gatekeepers. Blockchains and cryptocurrencies rely on a functioning internet. No internet, no DeFi. Computers run blockchain nodes to store historical blocks and to validate new blocks. No nodes, no DeFi. Blockchains rely on consensus. If nodes can't communicate to reach consensus, or there is an attack to change or split consensus, then the blockchain state may face permanent risk. Any one major risk in DeFi can have a domino risk to other areas of DeFi or CeFi. Domino risk is common. Part of DeFi is cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is software that allows for peer-to-peer -peer transactions without a middleman, such as a bank. Cryptocurrencies rely on their respective blockchains in order for transactions to occur. Some cryptocurrencies can collapse due to the effects of a blockchain pause. There are thousands of cryptocurrencies. Anybody can make one. Most are trash that go to zero and stay there. Historically, some are resilient like Bitcoin and Ethereum and Hex. All cryptocurrencies are extremely volatile and extremely risky. It is historically common for cryptocurrencies to drop 85 or 95% in dollar value. Some bounce back, some do not. Updates I will mention two types of updates. Network updates and token updates. Network updates refers to the software that runs blockchain nodes. It is reasonable to expect that network software will receive updates even if there is no public roadmap of future updates. It is up to the individuals or companies that run nodes whether to implement any updates that are offered. Disagreement on major updates can lead to a permanent consensus split known as a hard fork. Bitcoin and Ethereum have a history of this. How these events turn out depend on the update, 
the node runners, and the general user base. Another kind of update is a token update. This involves admin keys. Admin keys are one of the nastiest parts of cryptocurrency. An admin key is embedded central control, also known more commonly as counterparty risk. Anything with admin keys is not real DeFi, but there may still be a use case. Stablecoins have them. Many cryptocurrencies have them and don't tell you. Admin keys means a smart contract issuer can reprogram their smart contract anytime. That power can turn off coins in your wallet or change any contract code. When central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, hit the market, their defining feature will be admin keys that act as a vehicle for tyranny. Those admin keys will be used to revoke the money in your wallet or control what you can spend your money on. Advocates of CBDCs have said this on stage, in public, on camera, as though it is good. Anything claiming to be DeFi may have admin keys. Watch out. Something like a stablecoin or exchange may have admin keys that are used rarely and responsibly, but admin keys are a backdoor by definition, and that is pure counterparty risk. Stablecoins. Stablecoins can go to zero. Stablecoins are talked about as though they are cryptocurrency, but they are not real cryptocurrency. They exist on a blockchain, but they are dynamically issued and destroyed by centralized entities and controlled through the use of admin keys. The word stable is misleading. Stable refers to a goal, not an immutable property. The goal of a stablecoin is to have a fixed market ratio to another asset, such as a fiat currency, plus or minus 1% roughly. Different stablecoins attempt this goal by different methods. For this risk disclaimer, I will presume that all methods for pegging the ratio of any stablecoin are flawed. Therefore, all stablecoin prices can depeg at any time, and therefore, all stablecoins can go to zero at any time. Other parts of DeFi are decentralized exchanges, DEXs, decentralized applications, DApps or DApps, protocols, wallets, smart contracts, NFTs, and many other possible elements. DeFi includes many cutting-edge technologies that may undergo rapid changes with little to no warning. It is up to you to research any technology you might use before you use it. If you perform an action in DeFi that results in lost assets, then you will have no remedy. Your assets will be lost forever, regardless of the reason, because finality is an inherent quality of DeFi. Finality is discussed in the Bitcoin white paper. Many people are not accustomed to this paradigm because much of centralized finance allows for transaction reversals or remedies of grievances. Centralized Exchanges People use these exchanges because this is the easiest way to on-ramp or off-ramp from dollars to crypto and back. Someone who thinks he has crypto on an exchange actually only has a claim on some of the exchange's crypto. He is not in real crypto. 
he would have to withdraw crypto from the exchange wallet to his personal wallet to be in real crypto. Centralized exchanges have a few consumer protections, but may be riskier than regular banks or brokers, even though they are set up to function like banks and brokers. Once you leave CeFi and enter DeFi, you abandon all protections. Learn the difference. That concludes my brief discussion of risks and warnings regarding the general topic of decentralized finance. Thank you for listening.